0: weekly podcast of womankind collective with me lou hawkins thompson and me jinty sheeran we will be talking all things woman so get the kettle on and settle in for a chat and probably a lot of laughter along the way coming up in this week's podcast we will be continuing with our monthly theme of no-bake recipes for our foodie collective and we will be taste testing a low histamine pesto from emma ellis flint's new recipe ebook Our Book Collective brings us to the last few chapters of Untamed by Glennon Doyle and what a book it's been. So we're looking forward to discussing this. And if you have been reading along with us, please let us know your thoughts. We'd love to hear them. We will also be announcing our next book for the Book Collective, a book recommended by one of our listeners. And she will be giving us her thoughts and the reasons for her recommendation. And in a week where we learn that women are now living longer without their periods, with, we ask the question, what should we call this time in our lives? Hmm, Is middle age um, or menopausal okay with you? Or do we need a revamp? Lou and I will be throwing around some new names for you to ponder on and finding out what Dawn French calls it. And finally, our topic this week is Let's Talk About Sex. And we have a wonderful guest, Samantha Evans, co founder of Joe Divine, who is on a mission to encourage folk to talk freely and confidently about sexual health and pleasure. Health problems, low libido, or confidence issues do not mean your sex life has to stop. So, gents, I mean, my week's been pretty dull, but how's your week been? Well, yeah, not a lot um, happening, but I, I just... Want, I got some AirPods. Oh, you know, nice. I think they're called AirPods. Yes, the, the Apple. Down with oh, the kids. Yeah, yeah, the Apple ones. And they're brilliant. They're noise... They? noise I got them for my birthday. They're noise-cancelling. They're brilliant for editing this podcast. Absolutely brilliant. But for God's sake, Apple, can you make something for menopausal women who lose everything every five minutes <laughs> have you seen the size of the yeah. box they're, they're like about two centimeters by three centimeters this week it's been driving me mad because my husband bought them for me and i didn't like to say i've lost them about 63 times <laughs> i have found them i found them in a coat pocket that i, in a coat that I never use i've never i have used it for years what was it doing there i found it in a cupboard with the plates found them in there yeah. um i found them in the bathroom cupboard next to the toothpaste so yeah you, you know what uh, you need uh, you need one of those bags like you know those horse bags oh you put around a horse's neck yes and you just, r- like a pouch bag that like, goes around your neck you can just put things yes. in yes we've got some we've got some people who've got horses what do you call those things i can't remember May but bags? let us know yeah, are they? No, nag bags? yeah. or you know well, the, the, the know. chain you get for your glasses yeah i need something like that around my neck with I think we all do. I think it could, that could be a bestseller, you know. Oh, I tell you what, Apple, there you go. Make yeah. a bloody thing for me to keep these bloody things in, because they're driving me mental, but they're <laughs> so useful, and I need them every day, so please. Anyway, apart from that, I was listening to the brilliant Woman's Hour this oh, week. I've got to catch up on that this weekend. Uh, well, listen to the one with Dawn French. because okay. It was fantastic. Now, in the one with Dawn French, they were talking about... Um, what we call sort of menopausal age middle age we're all living longer so when is middle age really you know what when I is it when does... I always think of the middle ages yes. you know with with and I just think of like um I don't know what I think i a brain fog then <laughs> <laughs> you just think of brain fog just... and that, that is middle age yeah, that is middle that, age that is so <clears throat> so some of the names I've got some of the names um some here. Oh, the one that Dawn French called called it, which was absolutely lovely, was Juicy. Oh, I like that, the juicy, Ooh, the juicy time. Juicy it goes quite well with our guest this week. It certainly <laughs> does. It certainly <laughs> but, does. But, yeah, we've got Juicy. Uh, what else What else have we got? So I quite- and in um, the book that we've just read, the Caitlin Moran one before, she called it her hag years. I don't like that. You I, don't like, I, the I do like the word hag. I do like the word hag because I always think of witchy. I know, but actually, do you know witches way back were really know, well thought I of. I know. We think of them as warts and yeah, we do. green and quite ugly. But yeah. actually, that you know, they were probably were, they were the wise women, weren't they? They were the wise women, and that's a word I've got here because they were they were called wise women. Or wisdom. Yes. I, do you know what? I wonder if the men didn't like that, so they turned them into witches to make them all very evil well, and nasty. It's, it's when we came to this sort of turned into this, you know, again patriarchal society, wasn't yeah. it? And Freud had a lot to do with that, unfortunately. In, uh, but oh. anyway, some ones I've got here now. In uh, in Chinese medicine, mm-hmm. they haven't got the word menopause. They use the word second spring. Oh, I like that. That's beautiful, isn't it? That is really nice because you are you actually <coughs> unfolding. And coming exactly. out with yourself yeah. again. Yeah. It's transformation, yeah. isn't it? And it's got quite a nice you know, you think of flowers and pretty things, not kind yeah. of warts and you know no, no tags and no yeah. no teeth. <laughs> Resurrection. I think that sounds a bit like erection. <laughs> <laughs> Erection and it might sound a little bit religious as well, yeah. like, it has those sort of yeah, connotations. Yes, it does. Late adolescence is another one they mentioned. They mentioned these on Woman's Hour like oh, I'm quite not bad. sure about that one either. No, because I didn't have a great time during adolescence, no, I don't really want either. another one. Do no, you? no, me either. That, that can no. go, that's gone. That, this is, I thought of this one, but it's a bit mm-hmm. stupid, really. Rebels with a cause. <laughs> <laughs> if you can remember what their but, cause was you can... <laughs> yeah. Now, where did I put that oh, cause? Yeah. <laughs> It's in my pocket somewhere. pocket I don't use. <laughs> yeah. Mutineers. Oh, I quite like mutineers. That menopause sounds... mutineers. Yes, I quite like that. Sounds like a club I'd like to be in. I would like to be in the mutineers club, mm. yes, menopause and mutineers. So, and on the opposite to that, you've got the invisible years. A lot of women, and again, they were saying on women's day, a lot of women feel invisible. I think that's mean? a really sad one. It is quite sad. Yeah. It is quite sad. Yeah. yeah. But, um... But I, I believe, because it was weird, I was listening to that whilst... I was writing a blog post. Yeah, I've actually I stopped writing this week because I was so busy at work and I haven't actually got my head back around, but I want to finish it this week. And I was, I my word for it was when you come into the age of the Queen, it's Queendom. Oh, I like that. Do you like that? You yes. haven't heard that before, I told you. I've never heard that before. Yeah, the before. age of the Queen, the Queendom, because actually you're you you you're there. You've I think you you reach that certain phase in your life and... My bucket of buckets is full. Yeah. I don't care. <clears throat> yeah. And and I think having that lovely feeling about your life, actually your small worries, for me, I'm very lucky, are not now my big worries. Mm. Yeah. And I know that's not true of all women, but I, I, I like that. And I, I think the age of the queen... I think that's great because queens also have their worries, don't they? They and their do problems have their worries and their worries. things that they've got to sort out. I think out. we all need to, you know, get our crowns on. Yeah, definitely. And I don't. You don't want to feel like a princess anymore. Princesses oh are Christ, kind I'm of a princess. no, no. I was never a princess. No. You, yeah, you were, Lou. Was one I? stage, yeah. I can't remember them, but <laughs> before I met <may>. you. <laughs> but you're definitely a queen no, now. Definitely a queen. I think, yeah, queendom. Kingdom. I like that. Mm. Yeah. So you know, let us know. Have you got any of yes. your own? And do you like Queendom or do you like Haggis? Yep. You know? Yes. We're all different. Yeah. Call it whatever you like, but the Droopy Tits Club. <laughs> the droopy Tits. Club. <laughs> I never had them in the first place. I've <laughs> so <we've> got that. <laughs> oh gosh, oh, I think it's time to move on on that now. I think ooh, it is. It? And do you know what? What a move on the last chapters oh. of untamed by Glennon and doyle our go book on, collective gents. our go book on. collective we're on the last we're la- the last run the home run, the home run. Are we? We are. um so my first thoughts were um now where are we sorry i'm looking i'm looking through as we go oh the doorbell thing did you read the doorbell thing yes. in chapter um door, or, gents. oh i've even got an oestrogen, oestrogen oh it's deliveries you have got an oestrogen patch holding the fort there yeah. keeping a page um so in the deliveries, um, I don't know about you, but um, over lockdown, this was our, definitely our family. When you're sitting there, you're all sitting there, somebody's reading a book, oh, somebody yes, might be yeah. upstairs, somebody watching the telly. And she said she heard this noise. It was like, you know, some awful thing had happened to her. Um, and she suddenly realised it was the doorbell. <laughs> and for me, it's the phone as well. Yeah, and you and suddenly think, who? who is that? Yeah. Who is that at my door? And then we all look at each other. Who's going to go? He's gonna go and answer the door. I know. He's gonna get and um. So eventually, someone goes, and it's usually. I mean, I don't know about everybody else, but I've been quite grateful. Even the delivery person just leaves it now, don't they? You don't yeah. even see. And that's and a really forthright, and they're they, you know, they've got they're on a mission. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, and, and she she says she gets angry. She says, "Who does this? What kind of boundaryless aggressor rings someone's doorbell in broad daylight?" <laughs> And it's it's really quite odd, yeah. isn't it? But, yeah. yeah, that was definitely us. And um, definitely when the phone went, we'd all kind of look at each other. Somebody would always get it in the end. But um, I thought that was, yeah, that was quite interesting. The other thing I quite liked, I think it was in the same chapter, um, Glennon was talking about Abby um, playing hard and resting hard. And often she'll find her in the middle of a weekday lying on the couch watching TV. Um, and, and I thought of you, Lou, because I thought you're quite a doer, aren't you? And <laughs> did you ever come in and find Steve... God forbid if I come home and my husband is sat down doing nothing. I'm like, well, what, what's for dinner? What, 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 what doesn't the carpet need hoovering? It's ridiculous, and I and I think actually it's quite an envious thing. I think because he's spoken s- about it before. Yeah, no? like, he yeah, can yeah stop, I think it is, and I struggle to stop. Yeah. I'm learning to yeah. stop. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he just she, she says the same on here. Yeah. It's it's not about uh, Abby. Who's, yeah. who is resting yeah. it's about her yeah and she's addressed her anger why okay why do i get angry with abby yeah. it's to do with me not not her and yeah. i think it's it's learning to sit with that anger isn't it yeah. and learning and and she's learned to rest now which she's benefiting from so i think we can all learn from that can't we um but uh, yeah, there's, there's so much there's so much going on. I, I lo- also loved what she said about medication. If ever anyone's sort of feeling bad or stigmatized about taking any um, antidepressants yeah. or anything for anti-anxiety, um, she's got some really good ideas you know about, about what you should do. And you know so th- this chapter, I can't remember what chapter it was on now. If you don't even read this book, but you kind of want to learn about about that, I, can't, I think it was it Invaders because um, she says being both depressed and anxiety and sorry being depressed and anxious is a bit like being eeyore and tigger at the same time yeah it is, <laughs> it, is isn't it? it is it really is but what she recommends is writing down what you love and how you feel when you are really well and when you're on the tablets yeah so that when you when you were not not so well because I think a lot of people think, Oh, I feel well now, I think I can come off the tablets. Yeah, and it's the tablets that are making them exactly. Well, isn't it. Exactly. So they come off, feel yeah. bad, and what she does is then she feels awful and thinks I should be able to manage this, you know. Um, she goes and looks at this bit of paper and remembers how she feels when she's yeah herself. It's such, such you need good, that reminder, it's such yeah, good advice, isn't such it? Such good advice. <laughs> I absolutely love comfort zones. And it's about women and girls, obviously. Um, about when when a woman takes her rightful place, our first reaction is, she's so-and-so entitled, we become people who say of confident women, I don't know, I can't explain, it's just something about her, I don't like her, I can't put my Mm -hmm. finger on it, and why? And she said, I can put my finger on it, and why? It's because our training is kicking in through our subconscious, strong, happy, confident girls and women are breaking our culture's implicit rule, that girls should be self-doubting, reserved, (laughs) timid and apologetic. Girls who are bold enough to break those rules irk us. Their brazen defiance and refusal to follow directions makes us want to put them back into their cage. She's so right. You've isn't got to, if right? if ever you feel those feelings, I think you've really got to ask yourself why because a lot of the things the horrible trolling that goes on with Greta Thunberg yes. I think comes from that very thing. How dare yeah. who does she think she is? She's she's, she's, what, she's just such a young girl. Yeah. Well. She's amazing. And you've got to ask you've got to step back from that and yeah. ask why. And a lot of it isn't you, you're not to blame. It's just what Glennon says. Yeah. It's the way we're brought up. Yeah. Men can be forthright, and they can say what they want, and therefore, they're, well, they're, that's the great. World, look at world leaders. How many, <coughs> how many you know, female leaders are? You can yeah. probably count them on one hand. Yeah, whereas women, if they're like that, need to get back in their box. Yeah. Who do they think they are? Wow, well, so, take up space and shout. That's yeah, what I say. Yeah. But also, by the same token, don't feel you have to, because we're not all like that, are we? We can all take our space up in a different <laughs> way. Some people... Um, if you're more introverted, you you can write. You can yes. you can take and up that your space, that without space without your voice. Yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. that's where you do yeah. it. You 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 know we've all got an opinion, but what what I would say is exactly what she says is step back and just look at why yeah. you're judging that woman yeah. or that girl. It's take a breath. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And um, and uh, what have I got here? There's one more thing that I want to say. I know what it was. Oh, I, I just there's one quote which I love in Elmer's. Um, I won't go into it too much, but she says, the braver I am, the luckier I get. I love that. You've just got to stick your neck out sometimes yeah. and then the luck you. almost comes need to you. that
1: tattooed on you, really, don't yeah, you, you do. somewhere.
0: Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good one. Although I haven't got any tattoos, uh. but yeah, you could have it on the wall you somewhere. You could have it, yeah. Yeah, that would be nice. Um, and the other thing, remember I said right at the beginning about when she says about being still and knowing, yes, and I said yep. it reminded me of yeah, yoga. yoga. And then in that, second to last chapter she talks about her therapist says you need to go to yoga yeah and she almost walked out she went didn't she and yeah. she almost walked out with all these other women she was judging thinking oh you know wh- what am i doing here as soon as the teacher said be still and no, she thought oh okay and she stayed, yeah. and I don't think she always goes now. But that just tells me you don't need this. Is yoga off the mat? You can have yoga on the mat. You can have yoga off the yeah. mat. But this is this be still. Yeah. And I thought that was yeah. amazing. I knew you'd love when, it. Oh, amazing when I came to that bit. Yeah, be still and know. Then, yeah, on and off the mat. On or off. Yeah. So what an absolutely stupendous, amazing, stupendous. What a word. Fabulous. Yeah. Book. No. Absolutely brilliant book and um so hope you've all enjoyed it yeah i think everyone will and if you haven't got to the end like we have yet doesn't matter keep going and keep te- keep yeah, in contact with us and let us know how you get bits on of it, it that will resonate with most people out there yeah i do I, definitely and it's one that i will keep and keep looking yeah. at definitely um so what have we got next we've been recommended one by a we listener have, haven't we? we have i've got it here one second let me russell russell behind me so You've got the hardback, I've got haven't the hardback. I've actually stolen this from Nancy, my daughter, who left it here when oh, she went back to London. Good old Nancy. So it's called Three Women by Lisa Taddeo. Wonderful. So that is what we're starting and I think this has been recommended by one of our lovely listeners. One it of the has. It, it has. So I'm going to play um, a message by lovely Anna, who has read it and recommended it. Hello. Oh, hang on. OK, let me turn it up because you won't be, you want to be able to hear her, don't we, Lou? Of course we
2: do. Um, I'm so pleased you're going to be reading Three Women by Lisa Taddeo. I think that's how you say her surname. Taddeo, Taddeo. I absolutely loved it. You it up. Um, without giving too much away. Um, it's one of those books that I was reading it and just had to keep reminding myself that it was nonfiction. These are real mm. women, real women's lives. Um, and the author spent about eight years writing it. Uh, wow. living near the women to really understand their lives. And okay. so then as a reader, you become intertwined in their stories and you can't really get them out of your head um, because these women are still out there living their lives. Um, and you kind of swing from being shocked about what some of the stuff that you read without giving too much away to going, no, yeah, that's not surprising, actually. and And I expect there's probably one element of each of their lives, which which may strike a chord with most women reading it. So, yeah, it will be interesting to hear what you think. Anyway, enjoy. Um, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it. Bye, take care. Bye, Anna. Thank oh, you so much for that recommendation. Sounds recommend. so
0: good already. It does. I'm going to start it tonight. Gents. I'm going to start it tonight. Do we need to tell people what they need to read or are we going to give them a week to go find the book? Let's give them a week to go find the book. But I, I will need a head start because I'll have to read, read, and reread, and yes, make some notes. yes, we yes. Will. But and I've had a quick look, and each chapter is on each woman. So and it looks so it looks like it kind of goes back and forth. So okay. it looks. Uh, I can't wait. I, I'm I'm really looking forward to that. So wonderful. Um, so we started last week, Lou, didn't we? With our no. Cook no, or cook, no, bake no, bake. Uh, foodie collected, we did, um, with our flapjacks, which is delish. Which so, all gone, they yeah, they didn't last. I long, knew because you're wow. Well, Ginty has, um, we have well, Ginty's come round to me this morning, and what was it? It was 9 nine thirty when she came round and uh, came in with a pot she just been roasting her tomatoes I mean, This is what do you do on a saturday who morning the heck roast their tomatoes <laughs> by 9:30 and get to somebody else's house by then well i'm just saying i know it's a no bake and the tomatoes are roasted yeah. but you, don't have, to have you roast. don't have to have roasted tomatoes i'll tell you what we've got here in a minute and you can have it with lovely big beef tomatoes and mozzarella which will be lovely mm. because what we have what what we have made is a as a pesto Right. Um so it's pesto, um obviously you don't cook pesto, but it's from Emma LS Flint, the lovely Emma LS Flint. She's just brought a book out, a uh, Low Histamine Um ebook, yes. which I downloaded this week. It's fantastic. I'm not histamine intolerant, um, but um I think it's quite good to be aware <clears throat> aware of these things. So you you make but you can always add it's made with garlic um so we're gonna smell beautiful oh, this Saturday my, morning yeah, uh, but it's much. not too much garlic it's made with garlic uh parsley oh I haven't written it down sorry but it will be on the show notes um there's another herb parsley and what's the other one anyway two herbs <laughs> parsley and another one uh, garlic lovely um extra virgin olive oil oh. um and instead of pine nuts it's pumpkin seeds oh yeah. okay because pine nuts are They're quite expensive, and you know. Yes, they are. So you have a handful, handful of each, and I'll put it, put it all on there. And it's some So I'm going to add some now. I mean, you could have a spoonful on its own, but I thought it'd be quite nice with roasted tomatoes. I'll put it on the roasted tomatoes, and also I'm vegan, so I don't have cheese. But Lou, if you want some, I did bring some parmesan. Oh, I'll I'll go. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll go with that. I'll go. Do you want a fork or or just using your fingers? Um. So you go first, Lou. (laughs) <laughs> if you can get them enough. I can get a tomato well, yeah. or I've got half the I've got half a the... Oh look at that. Look at us. Oh gins. That's proper Italian, isn't oh, it? Oh god. Mm. In, in rainy de- grey Devon. Mm-hmm. I could be in Sorrento now. <laughs> <laughs> oh we could, couldn't we? Oh, that is Now delicious. I've made it quite um lumpy. I <clears throat> but you can I do too. I quite like to kind of feel those kind of um well, I don't think that people uh, call it lumpy, do they? No, the, chef the chefs they... wouldn't call it lumpy. Sorry, Emma, you probably don't call it lumpy. No. Um, but it's um, quite nice. Got I've got to go in for another going in for... tomato. Um, so we'll be putting that on there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be putting it all on the show notes, we will. And it's so easy. Mm. All you need is some sort of blender or hand whisk type thing. My blender blew up the other day, quite literally. So I just use a little hand thing. For that that it's really but, nice, um, it's nice isn't it? So, we'll put <coughs> all, the, all that on the show notes and have a little go. Oh, and again, can. it'd be lovely with them um, if you have cheese with mozzarella. Yeah. Um, what do they a caprese salad? Yeah, you know, mm. that would be really delicious, nice. well, all mixed in it. with a bit of pasta. Mm. Mm. Yes. Nice, so that's that. So, what's next? New, oh, what we've oh, all been waiting for, it's now what we've all been waiting for. We are going to meet the lovely Sam from Joe Divine. Samantha Evans co-founded Joe Divine, an online sex toy company with her husband Paul in 2007, which only sells skin-safe sex toys and irritant-free sexual lubricants. Having a professional background in nursing, she is a features writer and sexual health and pleasure expert for Joe Divine, With an extensive knowledge of both skin-safe sex toys and irritant sexual lubricants, she has written hundreds of practical articles for both Joe Divine and the press and enjoys creating informative practical articles about sexual health and pleasure, including menopause, which endeavor to normalize sex, help people to talk about it and discover ways to enjoy sex in whatever way they want to or are able to. Samantha works with many healthcare professionals in the NHS and private practice to help them advise their patients about regaining sexual function and enjoying sexual intimacy and pleasure through the use of suitable skin safe sex toys, silicon dilators and irritant free sexual lubricants. She also works with several cancer charities and other charities giving talks and expert advice. As a menopausal woman, she inv- advises many people going through natural menopause or as a result of medical or surgical treatment, including post-cancer, about ways to enjoy sexual intimacy and pleasure using skin-safe products, and often shares her own experience um, and the intimate regime that she has discovered so she can enjoy great sex. She passionately believes that it will always be possible to enjoy pleasurable sex Excuse me, and going through the menopause or having cancer treatment does not mean your sex life has to stop. Sex, whether alone or with a partner, is meant to be fun, noisy, messy, embarrassing, consensual, and most of all, pleasurable. I love that last oh, me sentence. Too. <laughs> So, Sam, we always like to hear women's stories on, um, on this podcast. So, is there anything that you'd like us to know about you um, that, that we haven't um, done on the introduction?
1: um yeah I and mean, actually my history of sexual health problems so um in my 20s and 30s when I met Paul I was 23 and I was, we started using we had sex but we um were using well-known uh, sexual lubricants available yes. widely across the St. high street promoted and recommended by doctors and um basically I developed recurrent infections every time we had sex i would be getting cystitis so i'll be on the loo all night Or next day i might be getting a bit of an itch and i might end up with thrush i ended up with bacterial vaginosis which is the fishy smelling discharge i got urinary tract infections and i had no idea what was going on and i think in a way of defending my body to protect myself i developed vaginismus by the pelvic floor muscles and the vagina titans And actually, it makes Mm -hmm. penetration feel uncomfortable or not possible. And I did seek help. I didn't even know what vaginismus was. I trained as a nurse. Went to see a GP. I've I've
0: never heard of that, Sam, at all. No. And it's it's incredibly
1: common. It's more common than it's actually reported because people have seen that sex is meant to feel painful and it's something they put up with. And actually, there's a lot of people who have vaginismus. And there's very effective Mm treatments. Finding out what is causing your vaginismus, because there are obviously a a variety of causes. But mine was Mm caused... By the irritating ingredients in the sexual lubricants we were using that were causing the recurrent infections, which then led me to develop vaginismus. At no point during my journey, talking to GPs and going and having numerous prescriptions for thrush treatment and antibiotics for bacterial vaginosis, nobody asked me about my sex life. Nobody asked me what I was washing myself with. You have to remember at this time as well, we didn't have the huge intimate hygiene industry that we have now, but there were some intimate washes. They were not asking me what I was using during sex. Um, I was. The only advice I got given was um, to iron the gusset of my knickers to kill the thrush bugs. That was from a local <laughs> gynecologist. He's I mean, no longer my gynecologist. Yeah, I'm
0: laughing, but that is just...
1: Because we've all just, got time to do that. Yes, of
0: course we have. <laughs> and it's really going to help as well, isn't it? I mean...
1: So, um, And it was only when we set up jersey Vine and we started using the organic lubricants because obviously we decided we were only going to sell skin-safe products. And within about a week, I remember saying to Paul, I haven't had any thrush or oh, I haven't had cystitis that you know because it felt really nice yeah. and it was just like that light bulb moment it was going, there's something in this because we knew the ingredients that didn't contain irritating ingredients but I had not made the connection to my sexual health problems yes. and then that's what's made me now this passionate campaigner who never shuts up about vagina health and mortal health <laughs> because I'm so because there are so many terrible products out there on the high street and being recommended by healthcare professionals and being tired at menopausal women people who've been through cancer treatment and we now have teens being targeted with intimate washes and they are just so poor we don't need them um no. and so for me i always say to people now please be an ingredients detective because ingredients really matter especially when you're putting them inside the most sensitive and highly absorbent part of your body your vagina and on your vulva. and the same goes for your a penis and anuses you know yes. they're highly sensitive and people you know and people with a penis often say well that, that irritated and if you use a poor lube that causes irritation it puts you off using lube because you think they're all the same and actually when you find a good lube it can transform your sex life and your sexual pleasure so that's, yeah, that's my story. <laughs>
0: yeah, and that's, that's so interesting that you didn't make that connection, even no. when you were setting up Joe Divine, until you tried something mm. else. And, and it is a worry because all these young people, be- I mean, uh, in my 20s, I would have found it very difficult to go to a doctor, mm-hmm. you know, with any problems down there, as, as I used yeah. to say. Um, so for any young person, you know, it's a very difficult time, isn't it? And you do, you just go for, the, you've seen the adverts on the TV, yeah. and off you go to Boots the Chemist.
1: Well, and the same for the menopause community as well, because obviously that's the first thing they get, vaginal yes. dryness or atrophy. And that's, they're too embarrassed to see their GP, and so therefore they go to the high street and the chemist or the supermarket, whip a bottle off the shelf and start washing themselves or putting it on. And it, you know, might help temporarily, but you know, it often exacerbates symptoms or it also masks symptoms that actually they need different treatment for because it could be a genital skin condition. And certainly in menopause, you know, we're being targeted because we're a massive cash cow, aren't we? You know, companies, oh. are, <laughs> everything can anything. You know, supplements. Clothing, yeah. you know, everything, makeup now, um, you know, but certainly your intimate health. I mean, I don't care about all the clothing and the supplements and the makeup because that's not going inside your vagina or on your vulva. No. But actually. You know, I really do care about this part of your body that is really, really sensitive, and you've got to be so careful about what you're using. So, um, it's really important.
0: It is, and you can make a lot of problems for later in life, can't you? Even if it doesn't affect you now, it can have this sort of ongoing, ongoing sort of problem. And I think generally, with what you're doing, raising this awareness, is fantastic because if we get, oh, if we're open now and we're talking about it, we won't have these problems, hopefully, later on, and we might seek help a lot a lot sooner
1: um well i just want to yeah i want to stop people from using these products i want this industry to go away because it was created out of a problem that didn't exist we don't need to wash our vaginas you can't wash your vagina anyway and we don't need to wash our vulvas we need to wash with water we don't need a fragrance intimate wash we don't need to smell like roses and also a lot of the vaginal moisturizers and sexual lubricants do contain the irritating ingredients that actually exacerbate your problems and cause rush So, you know, this is a big, big problem and this industry is not going away. It's actually rapidly growing and it's worth billions. It really, really is.
0: Yeah, that's what it comes down to a lot of the time, isn't it? The money. Yeah. But apparently, Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina smells like quite flowery, according to the candle. Yeah. And the
1: candle like... the, ex- the, well, can- the candle <laughs> exploded as well. But I mean, you know, that's the thing, isn't it? People hang on the every word of these influencers yes. and these celebrities and, you know, TV doctors and people on it. Inter- we've got doctors on Instagram now promoting internet washes. Yeah. And I just find it utterly shocking. Surely there should be a code of ethics that they yeah. shouldn't be, because most gynecologists and you know, would actually tell you please don't use these washes <laughs> and yeah. the genital dermatologists that I work with you know they, they're just utterly shocked at what people are actually washing themselves with and, and also it causes you know genital skin conditions, eczema it can, you, know, you know there's lichen sclerosis as a skin condition that actually can be really exacerbated by all these ingredients so you know this is yes. why you need to see your GP because I've seen it all before they don't care if you've got a hairy vulva or you know um, they would rather you did have a hairy vulva and don't shave it all off but yes, um, you know yes, they've seen awesome. You sure. about
0: shaving. I was going to ask you about shaving mm-hmm. because now you know I've caught the end of Naked Attraction the other day and, and mm-hmm. the screen came up and every single woman had mm-hmm. and they were they weren't young women had no hair and mm-hmm. it's kind of um that's as you get older really sort of shaving's not going to be very good for you well, um, and whatever like your, your
1: age I mean, a lot of the the genital dermatologists I work with and gynecologists and pelvic health physios, they say they're so fed up of seeing people with a shaving rash or they've got ingrown hairs or they've actually, you know, they're really sore and actually it's causing so much damage because actually that's an abrasion therefore your skin is open and it's open to infection and be that you know sort of causing irritation but also a sexually transmitted infection as well when you're having sex so you know this is the whole thing this naked um, vulva that we have and and your hair does protect you as well and I have to say I've gone feral in (laughs) in the pandemic (laughs) but I'll admit I've had it (laughs) removed completely in the past and it's so painful anyway and I've had regular Brazilian waxes and actually ended up with, you know, ingrown hairs and little infected yes. spots. And it's really not good. I mean, now, quite frankly, you know, just make sure I keep it t- tidy and trimmed. Yeah, and
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. looked um, after, cared for.
1: <laughs> but, you know, this is the problem. And also a lot of those treatments, the creams as well for removing hair are quite harsh mm. as well on the skin. So it causes sort of inflammation and soreness. But it's, it's expectation that you're completely bare. Um, and it you know, it's actually not good for you either. So Yeah,
0: yeah. Um and so what would your um skincare regi- regime kind of be so obviously just water. Yeah. No no sh- no shampoo, I was gonna say, or or shower gel, just, no, just wash with water.
1: Yeah, no bath bombs, please. I call them thrush oh, bombs.
0: Thrush bombs, <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, it's awful. I just, they're, they're just terrible things. Um, I mean, every time I go past a certain shop in Tunbridge Wells, <laughs> my <laughs> nose just itches. And, um, yeah, God, I think, God, my nose is itching. Goodness knows what my vulva would feel like. Yeah. Um, but if you do feel that you are dry and you do feel you want to wash with something, then there are gentle emollients that you can get on prescription from your GP and over the counter in the pharmacy. So, yeah, you, know, you can actually use those. They are actually fine to use. That genital dermatologists and gynecologists do recommend recommend them but you know we don't need these perfumed products i mean you know not only have they got the the ingredients in them that Lube's have having them but they also have sodium lauryl sulfate which is what causes them to foam and that just dries out the tissues it's a well known irritant so you know it's this is really really important you don't need an intimate wash no. you know because the vagina is self cleaning and you're destroy, destroying all our friendly bacteria that we need to keep our vaginas happy and healthy yes <laughs> so,
0: so, what other ingredients are we looking for that we want to avoid yes. in a, either our lubricants or our washes?
1: Okay. So, the first loop, lu- the ingredient in lube is glycerin. So, glycerin is a sugar and that changes the environment inside the vagina. And so, it makes it sugary. And then that causes thrush, can cause thrush to grow. And especially if you are prone to thrush, as my, was my history. Um, and I find actually, once you are prone to thrush, you are prone to thrush, which is why you then become a detective about ingredients. And also, glycerin makes a lubricant feel quite tacky. Um, yeah, you know, and there's even stuff available on prescription that's got glycerin in it. So just do your research. Then glycols, propylene glycols, are well-known vaginal irritants, um, and actually that's often what feels stinging when you first put a product on, and even you know on a penis or an anus as well. Um, then parabens, so they're hormone um, in, um, disruptors, and we need to avoid those completely. But oh. you've got, but you've got. Yeah. Um, We've got dyes, we've got perfume, we've got glitter, because we all need glittery (laughs) vulvas, don't we? Yes, of course we do. (laughs) Um, But we have alcohol. Obviously, you know, this is a real problem. And obviously in the washes, you've got the sodium lauryl sulfate as well, which, you know, so many of these things are irritants. But also be aware that manufacturers will change the name of an ingredient and it's still... Glycerin, it's still glycols, but they've actually used a different chemical name or something. So you've got to be really careful. And also be aware brands are now coming to market saying glycerin free, parabens free, but they've still got glycols in them and they've still got alcohol in them. So, you know, be really, really careful. You know, the products we sell, we have the Yes Organic Lubricants and we have Sutil Lux and Rich. They contain natural ingredients. They're, they're botanical ingredients. They're organic ingredients, um, and they are the, you know more safer alternatives to glycerin um, and also they're, they're also ethically farmed and sourced as well that's really really important too um and also our sutil lux the tubes are um biodegradable too which is just brilliant
0: <laughs> fantastic so, uh, and what's the difference because I, I when i do my um yoga workshops um for ladies going through menopause mm-hmm. um i always hand them out the yes uh, little yep. sachets little free samples but mm-hmm. there's it, uh, it's a I get they're obviously all good and there's none of those bad ingredients in them but some um, are water-based some are yep. oil-based is this yep. just preference
1: and um, basically the different types of so water-based is the universal lubricant and that is is great to use with anything so sex toys for any form of sex play it's safe with condoms but the thing about well-known water-based lubricants is they um, actually are hyper-osmotic which means they actually draw the moisture out the walls of the vagina and actually exacerbate vaginal dryness mm-hmm. Oh. Um, and often water-based lubricants aren't that long-lasting um you know so you do have to reapply them but again you've got to check you've got to check you know the ingredients because a lot of them contain glycerin glycols parabens um, and then oil-based lubricant so the yes oil-based is plant-based so it's got um aloe vera and it. it's got um um brain's gone dead now um beeswax so it's not if you're vegan obviously that's not vegan friendly unless you're yeah don't worry too much about the bees um but again that's longer lasting but any oil-based product will damage um latex condoms so you know when people think it's fine to use olive oil baby oil cooking oil coconut Ooh. oil all those things vaseline those things are all going to destroy condoms and therefore expose you to pregnancy and to insect transmitted infection as well and then there are silicon lubricants so we sell one silicon lubricant and they're more slippery um, and actually they're great to use for any form of sex play, but you can't use them with silicone sex toys because it will damage the material of the silicone sex toy, but great with glass toys, metal toys, plastic toys, um, ABS plastic toys. And then with the S yes, you've got the S yes Vaginal Moisturiser. So that's not a lubricant. It's something that you use. You can either use it every day on your vulva. I use it twice a week, pop it up inside my vagina. We also have Suteel Lux, which doubles up as a lube and vaginal moisturiser. Um, because you need to moisturise your vagina like you moisturise yeah. your face.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I was just thinking that. We spend so much money, don't we, on our yeah. face, skin on our faces. And actually, if 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 it's painful uh, down, you know, in, in the vulva and the mm. vagina area, you don't care what your face looks like, to be quite honest. That pain will take over from everything else. So... But sadly,
1: people use terrible products. You know, we hear it all. We hear the other day I had body butter from the body shop because I'm instantly going, no, Um, people use their hand cream, their face moisturizer, um, body lotions. You know, we hear about germaline, Vaseline, Pseudocreme, um, baby oil, of course, Um, uh, and it's quite frustrating and I say to people what's your sex life worth because I go they go oh your lubricant's expensive well it's not expensive because quite frankly our big cheap of our suteel will last you months because a little goes a long way but actually the well-known brands are just the same price as the organic brands yes and actually you know you're spending what 40 50 quid on a pot of moisturizer for your face but actually spending two quid on the lead for your vagina. um you know or you're moisturizing it with a bit of body lotion after a shower and it's people have no idea they just don't seem to think about what they're using inside the vagina and on their vulva even though they care about what they put on their skin their hair and their body or what they eat so you know, this is getting people to think ingredients, check the ingredients.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. And would you advise um, people to check their vaginas and vulvas? Oh, yeah, something. Yeah, it's kind of something that people, women don't generally do, isn't it? But it's, it's, impo- it's like checking your boobs, isn't it? Yeah, and
1: actually things change. Obviously, things shrink. But if you know what's normal for you, then you'll know if there's an abnormality. Yeah. And obviously, you do need to check for little lumps and bumps. And the most, massive, uh, majority of the time, they are completely harmless. There's nothing sinister about them. But obviously, there are things like lichen sclerosis, which is a skin condition, a genital skin condition. There is, you know, genital eczema. But also, yes, there is vulval cancer as well. Um, very, very, quite rare. Well, it is very rare. But it does happen and um you know you do need to go and have these lumps and bumps checked out and your GP can say yeah that's fine or oh, I might just send you to somebody and you know if you know what's normal for you then you actually know if there's any changes like you do with your boobs you know yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly because because vulva and vagina does change kind of with, with as the months go doesn't it you know with if you're still having periods you yeah can change. but if you know your what what it naturally looks like and what it what it feels like mm-hmm. um can, can you just um because can because like in sclerosis is it if i got the yeah. name right yeah that um can happen you can notice that a bit more in menopause can you or is it
1: just yeah, that no, it does. Be, it does. Be, it, yeah, it can lead to vulval um, cancer. Yes. Um, but yeah, it is. It, it, it is more prevalent in menopause, but it can happen to anybody, you know, whatever your gender and children, too. Um, oh, and wow. we actually help a lot of people who are trying to regain their sexual function by using some of our sex toys. You know, when they've got um, like inscriptions, you need to manage it. It's a condition that you manage and it is manageable, but Volvo Cancer Awareness UK, a brilliant charity that I work with, absolutely brilliant, rich, um, run by Claire Baumhauer. Bam I've said her name right, um, <laughs> and she's she's just brilliant. And there's so much information, and um, you know, um, and also there's Lichen Sclerosis um, Awareness, which is run by Emma Norman. Um, you know, I've done a, an IG live with her. She's just brilliant too. So, um, you know, th- there are these support groups. So it's all on the website as well. So.
0: Fantastic. And so really, if you are worried about anything that's sort of changed down there, see a doctor and get it diagnosed. And then I suppose the earlier with anything like that, that you get it, it's manageable, Sam, isn't it?
1: Well, the other issue is why you see, we've got canister treatments available over the counter now. So people assume they have thrush and often it's not thrush. Um, and even GPs will diagnose thrush and it's not thrush. And often people will find that they're having this recurrent Thrush, though it's not, and it's actually something else. And that's the problem now with over the counter treatments for thrush. Um, and because I, you know, couldn't have that when I was younger, you had to keep going to your GP and, you know, people self-diagnose and they self-treat. And actually the thrush might go away for a bit, but it's not actually thrush <laughs> um, and yeah. then it will come back. Um, and so that's why you need to go and see your, your GP, yeah. because then they can refer you to a genital dermatologist or a gynecologist and that they then can take a biopsy and actually give you a proper diagnosis. Because, um Lycosclerosis actually needs topical steroidal treatment. And if you use thrush treatments, it will exacerbate your symptoms.
0: I see. Because vaginal atrophy is kind of an umbrella term, isn't it? For mm. all these, there's all these sort of things. So it's it's not if you have got anything going on there, like you say, it's worth getting it checked out because as you say, it may need because you use um, part of your sort of skincare re- regime is local oestrogen. You're yeah. saying about the lo- yeah, so you can only get that prescribed. I-, I presume you can't buy anything like that over the counter, can you?
1: No, you can't. So basically, local oestrogen is not HRT. Um, Basically, it's just estrogen that's actually you pop it inside your vagina and it comes in a pessary form or cream or a ring pessary. I use it three times a week. I pop a little pessary inside my vagina and it gets absorbed into the walls of the vagina and it keeps it happy and healthy, it prevents the infections, it makes the walls more flexible, it helps with your lubrication um, and it's just replacing the oestrogen that's slowly disappearing from our bodies as we do transition through menopause. Um, you know, so actually also it helps the bladder, so it helps prevent um, any infections or, you know, sort of urethral um, irritation that a lot of people get because you have bladder, you have oestrogen receptors inside your bladder too. So. Entendei. It's been transformative, um, and actually, you know, a lot of doctors won't prescribe it with HRT, or they tell people they don't need it, or they tell them, "Well, oh, here's a month's prescription." I'm taking it for life. I'm not giving it up. <laughs> so, um, it's about management. It's about for me. I've not had. I don't have vaginal atrophy. I've never had it. I have had the recurrent infections, but it's for me. It's actually about preventing these things before they happen. Yes. So um, that's the most important thing. So yes, yes. I use the. I use the. the Local estrogen. I do use HRT I stick a patch on my bottom twice a week and that's my choice I chose to take it to help protect my heart health my bone health my brain health helps my bladder and my vagina health as well and um, it helps alleviate my symptoms but also I use local estrogen I use yes vagina moisturizer twice a week and I use sutil looks for any sex play that I'm actually having I only wash with water and a pee after sex a pee before sex and after sex and actually after but- <laughs> yeah, yeah, fantastic
0: and yeah I think it's it's good to get that across because some women that either A, don't want to take um, the, the uh, HRT and yeah. B, ca- can't take it for, yeah. um, for other reasons. Um, but it's good to know that they can, this local oestrogen doesn't go anywhere else, does it? It doesn't no. sort of go throughout the body. So they can usually take that. And I think you were saying when we spoke to you um, before that it's all the leaflet that you get with your local oestrogen is all completely wrong, isn't it? So this frightens yeah. a lot of women off.
1: Yes, yeah, definitely. And they are looking to change that, but it's a very, very slow process. Oh. And I I do speak to people and they go, you know, some women have been denied the local stream for no reason at all, but other people have been given it, but they're too frightened to, to actually yes. use it. And so they then carry on struggling with their, their debilitating symptoms because... Some people can't even sit down. They can't wear, you know, trousers. Yes. They they have to give up their hobbies like cycling or horse riding. You know, yeah. it's ridiculous. And, you know, yeah. there's no need for it because of a very effective um, local treatment that you can pop inside your vagina, which will work wonders.
0: <laughs> yes. And it's not going to go away on its own, is it? No. You know, an, I've, I've got an 88-year-old mum who never was offered anything never took anything and now she is struggling she's in so much pain Mm -hmm. and and I do think I might be wrong but I do think if 30 40 years ago she'd been offered something Mm -hmm. then you know it it may have um, helped prevent a lot of what she's going through
1: but she could have it now you're never too old so that's the thing about it there is no age limit on it even though doctors say there is um you know you can it can actually you know she could actually have some local estrogen now or estrogen cream and that might help some of her symptoms yes
0: yeah definitely and for some women i know some women that i've spoken to they haven't felt they've needed the local estrogen because just by going on the um hrt the through the skin the transdermal hrt Mm -hmm. it seems to have kind of you know, help their vaginal atrophy on its own.
1: But yeah, definitely. And that, that shows, you know, that menopause is an individual thing. We, we all, yeah. your symptoms are probably different to my symptoms. And, you know, we're all going through it in a different way. So what works for me might not work for you, and vice versa. And so it's actually finding the combination that works for you. Um, yes. And also, it's a choice. You know, if you're actually informed about these things, you can make an informed choice. Problem is, women aren't being given the information or they're being given the incorrect information or they're being scared by it because of the press um which really really doesn't help so it's all about doing your research and finding out what works for you it's
0: completely I'm nodding so much here Sam because yeah exactly that's what we Lou and I always say on this mm-hmm. podcast get get the information if you want to know more find out and then you know and quite often um depending on your GP they're, they're quite often glad that you have you know, yes. they, you know they might thank you for it and it might help a lot of other women out too so well, okay. I think
1: most GPs want you to go in armed with the information so they get yes. to the point very quickly. Okay, this is wrong, that's why you need to be able to talk about your body parts. You say, Well, actually, I think it's my vagina, it's inside, or I think it's on the outside of my vulva rather than not knowing. Because if you say it down there, that could be anything your bottom, your yes. bladder, your vagina, your vulva. You know, yes. it's really, really important that people are able to say, well, actually, I think it's there, and that yes. really helps the GP. I mean, don't get me wrong, there are some GPs out there who don't like Dr. Google. Mm-hmm. <laughs> (laughs) Which isn't always helpful, but actually, if you go in armed with the clinically evidence based information, then actually, you know, it's really helpful for a a GP consultation.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And while we're talking about that, and it might seem very simple, but really, until I started going into menopause, I thought my vagina was the whole of that kind of bit down there. and, And, you know, it was always, oh, that my vagina. But actually, you know, do you mind just going through what is what down there, so people know for sure what, what yeah, because yes. it's a sound.
1: Yeah, no. Basically, the the vagina is just a tube. Um, you know, basically that goes up, connects up to your um your uterus, your womb, um, and so basically it's just a long, elasticated tube, which is why we need to keep it flexible. But then on the external, you basically you've got your inner and outer labia. Those are like your lips, and they actually will shrink over time because of the depletion eating oestrogen and and like all our skin on our body as we age it will shrink Um, and then obviously you've got um your the clitoral hood and then the clitoris underneath that because often some women don't even know that they've got a clitoris and also you know you've then got you know two holes there so one is the vagina entrance and actually often that's where the tissues go quite thin in menopause and that can make penetrative sex feel quite painful and then just above that you've got the your urethral entrance so that's where you pee out of <laughs> but that's why people can examine have a look at your vulva get to know your yes. vulva because <laughs> yeah. that's really really important because also once you understand your body and how it works because i have women going you know when they buy a toy and going well you obviously can use it internally or externally and going, what do you mean i said well on your clitoris and i'm always shocked because obviously i know about that i know about the fact that i enjoy clitoral orgasms but a lot of people have no understanding well you need clitoral stimulation that's why you're not orgasming you know or you need that during any form of penetrative sex so um you know it's actually educating yourself about your body and understanding it
0: yeah, and have a good old feel around you. Yeah, you on your own. <laughs> Get some lube out. Have a good old feel around. Yeah,
1: because it wow. feels great. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Um, and what about as far as libido goes? Because mm-hmm. some some women want sex but can't can't have mm-hmm. it, um, because it's too painful. Um, but other women just don't. I suppose men as well. Other women just go off it altogether. Um. It's obviously lots of causes, isn't there? But um, mm. any any suggestions, tips or anything sex toy wise that might help?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, testosterone can help. Um, and obviously, you know, there is a bit of a struggle at the moment to get testosterone on prescription. But it's not always a quick fix for everybody. It's a combination of things, really. And I mean, obviously, if you want to go and talk to your GP, but it'd be worth finding out because a lot of um, CCGs don't allow it to be prescribed unless you've seen a specialist menopause expert. Um, But it can be transformative for some people. And also testosterone doesn't just impacts upon your libido, it affects your brain function, your cognition, your, you know, your energy. And um, because often we feel so tired and there are so many things, you know, benefits to having the right amount of testosterone in our bodies. And Obviously, same for men, they, their testosterone disappears um, and they might end up with the fact it's not just low libido but can have erectile issues, certainly if it's a natural menopause. So a lot of women will buy a toy from us because their partner has erectile difficulties. And obviously we always say, if he's having problems, then they need to go and see their GP because it could be a more serious underlying cause. But libido, you know, we're so busy. Mm -hmm. We might have children to look after. We may have parents to look after. We've got a job. You know, um, it may be that the sex is boring. (laughs) It may be that, you know, all the same old, same old things. It may be that you're so tired because you're being woken up in the night with hot sweat night sweats or you're just not sleeping properly it may be that you're feeling anxiety or stress um the fact is you know you may have fallen out of love with your body because you may have put on weight may have fallen out of love with your partner's body you know so there are so many things Mm -hmm. yeah so i say to people you know it's really important that you do talk to each other but yeah sex toy wise a simple bullet vibrator non-frequency inexpensive easy to use you can use it on your own in the bath or the shower because ours are waterproof use it in bed on your clitoris on your nipples on a partner's clitoris on a partner's penis on their testicles on their nipples it's such a fun thing because once you start feeling that arousal that actually then can spark your libido it's quite hard to get back into sex and again use a really good lube to get yourself started i put my lube on first And to get myself going, never have to reapply anything else, but I can't go I can't have lube sex yeah I have to you know it gets us started and I say that yeah. to people pop it on or pop it on when you're ready to have penetrative sex or whatever sex toy you're using or you know because it makes it feel so much pleasurable and not just for people with a, a vulva and a vagina but people with a penis too yeah. you know it, it makes that feel so much more pleasurable. and you might discover that you really enjoy BDSM and you might quite like being spanked or blindfolded or your partner yeah. does so yeah. you know it's actually exploring things because sex is meant to be fun and I think that's a lot of people sort of see it as a chore but don't get me wrong plenty of people out there are really happy they've hit menopause they no longer have to have sex and that's fine you know it may be that the sex they've been having is not very good they know, maybe never had very good sex so you know I often hear about people in new relationships are having amazing sex that they've never experienced the like of it you know they've, they've been married for years and the sex wasn't great They're now with a new partner who's amazing and they're discovering all sorts of different yeah, lovely sexual a, a,
0: yeah especially if they never knew what, where they, that they had a clitoris in the yes. first place oh gosh how exciting well our
1: toys you know we've got people in their 60s 70s 80s and 90s enjoying their first orgasms you shouldn't have to wait that long you but you shouldn't have to wait till you're anyway should you gosh but i'm glad for them that's
0: fantastic
1: well our oldest customer's was 95 so yeah wow, <laughs> that's,
0: fan- that's amazing that's brilliant and your um uh, your sex toys are really quite sexy looking as well aren't they they really stand out they're, they're they look and feel really really lovely and, and that's important I think the thing, especially as women for women's libido we're we're all about thought aren't we our thought process and things mm-hmm. people say and i think sometimes your libido can start way before getting into bed can't it it can start with suggestion and this sort of thing especially if maybe you haven't you know had sex for quite a while um we've got to work up to it sometimes haven't we yeah and
1: also sex is so much more than penetration not everybody has penetrative sex anyway <laughs> yeah. and actually just take the focus off that you know the thought oh yeah. i'm full but give each other an orgasm or have an orgasm with your toy and the same going back to our toys you know we only sell skin safe toys so made from skin safe silicon glass metal abs plastic you know jelly latex and rubber toys please just never ever buy them or use them they're highly absorbent they absorb bacteria they degrade over time they leach out chemicals and also there's lots of fake and used products available online too so buy from a reputable retailer like joe divine because a good retailer knows all about their toys, they know how they work. They know, you know, if you've got a specific thing that you're looking for, we can advise you. We always say to people, Well, give us a call rather than buying something that you think, Oh, this isn't suitable. Um, yeah, and also, obviously, our toys can help people regain their sexual function. So we have slim vibrators, we have dilators and clitoral stimulators that can really help with you know vaginal tightness or post-operative scarring or post-cancer treatment or decreased sexual sensation so you know fantastic. and our products are they're recommended in the NHS because we have a little health grocery created at our local hospital with you know toys in it that's given out which is just brilliant because it it normalizes sex oh, and sex toys wow. yeah completely that, <laughs> that is
0: fantastic I'll just take you back a little bit did you say used people yes. sell companies sell used sex toys Well, it's not companies
1: it's, companies it's it's not companies it's pop-up oh. you know it, oh. it's people basically there's loads of testers out there so they get reboxed and and packaged oh. as well but also the fake toys they can be potentially dangerous you don't know what the materials yeah. are now you don't know where they've been manufactured you know and that's a problem for some of our manufacturers who are now really clamping down on things that are fake and often if you see something oh that's a really good price if it's too good to be true warning bells should go off in your head and because you know it'd be like is that used is it fake and also remember pop-up sites disappear so if you've got a problem with a toy if it doesn't work properly or if you've got a problem you can't get back to them so you know you need to have a sex toy company with a phone number and an address and a website that you can actually contact in different ways. So,
0: Yeah, and I think that's lovely that, that people can ring you up and actually have a conversation um, w- without necessarily being face-to-face. You know, a lot of people I know wouldn't want to go into a shop and have a conversation with somebody in a shop that perhaps didn't know much about it in front of the whole shop. Whereas to be able to ring you and, and have a chat. Is is fantastic.
1: Well, also the Um, website's got all the articles on them as well. So you know, those are every art. You know, there's hundreds, hundreds of practical sexual health and pleasure articles with you know information, advice, recommendations about products. What would be suitable? You know, it goes from sex after cancer and menopause to kink and BDSM and spanking and wax play. And because just because you've had a cancer diagnosis doesn't mean to say your sex life has to end. And it doesn't mean to say you have to give up on BDSM. Same goes for menopause or whatever health condition. So, yeah. you know, the, the thing is, I give a lot of ice and phone. People phone for a toy and they end up going away with the toy that they've bought. They're lubricant. They've been told about pelvic health physio. They've been told about psychosexual therapy. They might have been told about a cancer charity or a yeah. menopause group. Yeah. So, you know, Fantastic. It, 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 it's a holistic approach because one thing doesn't all. you know, one thing doesn't just always work. It's a combination of things that actually can really help
0: a combination and I bet they go away with all those things and a huge smile on their face as well
1: well we get a lot of lovely feedback people go oh, my oh. goodness man, you know thank you so much. and to hear when people have managed to have sex after they've been through cancer treatments or yeah. you know they've had not managed to have um pleasurable sex for such a long time so mm-hmm. you know and just that my, you know people say we didn't get out of bed because we were using your lube it was so much fun <laughs> <tough. laughs> which i just love hearing and our older customers our older customers certainly those who've lost their partners or no longer in a relationship they're missing the physical intimacy and actually they buy a sex toy and it's just brilliant i just you know we have lovely conversations they're really upset on the phone and by the end of it we're having a giggle Mm -hmm. um which is really important so um really
0: important and as you say that you know even if you're on your own um an orgasm is really important isn't it it's got so Mm -hmm. many so many benefits apart from just feeling good hasn't it can you can you go through some of the? Because there's
1: health benefits to having. Them. Oh, totally. I mean, basically, they're free, aren't they? Okay. <laughs> there's no risk of getting a sexually care. transmitted okay. infection, you know, or getting pregnant. Um, and if you're a, if you've got a penis or in a prostate, basically, um, having regular orgasms reduces your risk of prostate cancer by 22. So that's really important. And um, also that e- that exercises the penis too. It's important to have regular erections to prevent erectile dysfunction. Okay. But you know, they help you sleep, and that's a problem in menopause. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. they keep you keep you looking young so it's cheaper than buying your expensive face cream and <laughs> more fun <laughs> yeah but fun. They, they boost your immunity and we certainly need that at the moment and um, you know they help with pain um, relief obviously we you know we tell people to you know, masturbate you know during your period or you know just if you've got pain or pelvic pain you know people often find that actually can help relax all the muscles and produces the endorphins as you say they make you feel happier it boosts your mood but also it promotes the lubrication inside the vagina it promotes the flow. Flow to the tissues of the vagina, and that helps keep it happy and healthy. So, you know, maintain that friendly bacteria that we need inside our vaginas, we don't need to wash away or destroy by using poor lubricants or or moisturizers. So, yeah, I mean, basically, I'm always telling people have an orgasm. If you haven't discovered it, you know, there are toys, our air pulse toys and sonic wave toys aren't vibrators, they actually gently tease the tissues of the, the clitoris, and actually, you know, you lie back and just. Let it work its that's magic. It. We've got people yeah. enjoying orgasms with those who've never had an orgasm. So that's been really good. Amazing.
0: And what I love on your um, website is you do reviews, don't you? So if anyone, you know, is thinking, oh, I don't know which one to get, your mm. reviews would show you all that, wouldn't they? They, if somebody didn't know, they didn't want a, a, a something, you know, for penetration. You've got yeah. all the reviews to tell them which one, you know, you'd advise. Well, we so well, to speak to somebody.
1: Well, exactly. We've also got a YouTube channel, and we've got some videos on the website, and. Oh. See, so I, I pop videos on my Instagram page. Um, you know, I'm often popping up a little video about something just to give you some practical help tips and advice so and also talk about what I do you know how I enjoy this and what I found has worked um, because I think that's useful to know as well um but yeah the YouTube videos and the articles you know they're really really quite handy I mean we've got a lot of healthcare professionals using as a resource now for their patients and for themselves (laughs) yeah
0: yeah yeah, that's brilliant. Brilliant. Um, so um, can you give us uh, your three tips for sexual well-being, please, Sam?
1: OK, so the first thing is look after your intimate health. So we just said just wash with water, You know, use a vaginal moisturiser if you need to, a good one. Um, and basically, you know, don't use your bath bombs, don't use your intimate washes, avoid your shower gels um, in that area. Um, secondly become an ingredients detective and um, when it comes to choosing a sexual lubricant a good lube can transform your sex life and your sexual pleasure so basically check those ingredients it's all on the website and thirdly have regular orgasms either on your own or with a partner yeah. you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um,
0: um, okay Sam so if, if anyone wants to know any more about anything we've spoken to you um, about today um, or any other issues that they might be having where is the best place to find you where can they find you? Okay
1: so they can go to um and they can also find me on Instagram I'm samtalksex and on Twitter I'm samtalksex Sex. And on Instagram, it's joe.divine. And on Twitter, it's joedivineuk. We have a Facebook page, though I don't often see the messages for that. Um, and also you can call us, you can email us, people even write to us. Um, um, we have a catalogue we can send out to you if you want a paper catalogue, but all the um, information's on the website there. Um, but obviously, you know, but it's joedivine.com.
0: Brilliant. Oh, I can't thank you enough, Sam, for that. That's um, absolutely wonderful to talk to you today. I think we've sorted quite a lot out there, haven't (laughs) we?
1: Hopefully. I mean, basically, sex is meant to be noisy, messy, embarrassing, consensual, you know, Fun and most of all pleasurable, and that's what I want to do. I want to help people who want to carry on enjoying great sex or get enjoying even better sex. So that's basically, you know, what Joe Divine is about. So, uh,
0: well, you're doing that brilliantly. What you're setting out to do, you're doing really well. So we look forward to seeing you on um, the Sex Myths and Menopause Show, um, which I think by the time this goes out, it will have just been out. So I look forward to seeing you on there. So absolutely. yeah, thank you, Sam
1: thank you so much jinty you take care now
0: take care bye 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 oh how interesting amazing wasn't it what a lovely lovely lady yeah i learned so much there did you Oh, so so much well Mm. and i hope you and i've got my little brochure in front of me so you know good and also ladies if you've got um you know young women you know at home um I think they need to listen to it because you know Sam was saying that it starts you know it started for her in her 20s yes. and they're all out there buying the KY jelly that's yeah, horrible yeah, stuff. Yeah yeah so and, and talk the to and inadequate sex toys yes. and all the things like that they need the quality. They need the quality and yeah. buy it for them give it to them for their birthday just don't open it up in front of granny. <laughs> <Just crying> <laughs> <by> <laughs> granny <and city>. granny Sandy. <laughs> Oh she might she might quite like Joe Divine's number though. Well actually we, you know, with Joe uh, saying that um with Sam saying that actually was it her oldest client's 90? ninety-five. Yeah, 90, 95. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so so maybe actually granny that could be granny. A present for granny as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Oh brilliant. brilliant. So we hope your tea's not gone cold and we hope you'll join us next Sunday for the collective. And we have our new WI, our weekly invitation And we have a lovely, lovely guest Lauren from Wear em Out Pads She's going to be talking planet friendly sanitary wear But she's also going to be talking 50 shades of green And what our present period products, if we're not being sensible Are doing to the environment mm. And she is flipping interesting because she gets cross about it So She does, she's an amazing woman We cannot, really look forward to that Cannot wait to speak to her so we would love you to subscribe follow and review our podcast and please head over to our instagram page womankind collective to leave comments or dm us with your thoughts and find all the links and chat from the podcast here on the show notes there we go what a great week what a great week thank you jim thank you Lou. and thank you collective <laughs> thank you collective and thank you sam and we yes. will look forward to seeing you or hearing from you during the week yes. and um see you next week yeah bye bye